Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 94 WIP. I'm Tom Kelly in for Big Daddy Graham on a Monday morning. And, boy, do we got a lot to talk about uh, on the show this morning. After uh, another, and I feel like I've opened every Monday morning show, I think all year, um, with this same line, win or lose, but after another horrendous Eagles performance, which, you know, as I've said, I, I seem to say every week, every time it seems like we've hit a new low point with this team. We haven't. Just wait for the following week. It'll get worse. It always gets worse. That That's, that's probably the slogan of the 2020 Philadelphia Eagles season at this point, is it can always get worse. And every single week, we watch this team play, regardless of the opponent, regardless of the venue, regardless of the circumstances leading into the game, regardless of the Eagles' injury status, none of it matters. Because every single week, it gets worse and worse and worse and more painful as an Eagles fan to watch this team play. And we will go through this game and everything that happened, but there is really one main issue that I take from it, and... You know, if you if you watch football regularly, if you understand football at all, you know exactly what that issue is. And I was really hoping that I didn't have to come back on this morning and talk about it again because it's it's been the biggest issue with the team. It's been a weekly occurrence all year long. But we have finally reached the breaking point. I have finally reached my breaking point when it comes to Carson Wentz. And this situation needs to be addressed immediately. Over the course of this season, we have seen the deterioration of a player unlike I've ever seen before. And I truly mean that. I have never seen in my entire life watching football a season this bad from a a quarterback as a whole, let alone one that's supposed to actually be good, one that's supposed to actually be a franchise player, 
Forget that. I've never seen an Eagles quarterback play this bad in my life. I really haven't. And every week, nothing gets better. It gets worse. He has gone so far backwards as a player. He has deteriorated so much, both on the field physically, mentally. I have no idea what is the matter with this guy. But I've never seen a player go as far backwards as quickly as Carson Wentz has. It's truly unbelievable. It's, I mean, I'd have to think it's unprecedented. If you have another name for me that you can throw out there, a player that has gone this far backwards this quickly, and I'm not even talking about 2017, I'm just talking about from the end of last year, to be a completely different guy, to seem like a, a player who's completely forgotten how to play that position at any sort of competent level. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And, you know, we can all disagree on who's at fault. And th- that being said, not only a guy that's regressed to this point in a short period, but a guy that's done it in his prime. Like, years that are supposed to be his prime. This is a 27-year-old player. This isn't a, an older player who's just, like, fallen off the face of the earth. This is a guy who's supposed to be in his prime years. And he has regressed to a point that 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 is truly incomprehensible. And we can all disagree on who is at fault. You know, we can talk about whether it is Howie Roseman and the front office, whether it is Doug Peterson and the coaching staff, and whether they are ultimately responsible for this kind of massive, epic regression from a guy who's supposed to be your franchise quarterback. The receivers, which everybody wants to always blame the receivers. How can Carson do it? He's got nobody to throw to. He's out there with practice squad guys, even though that's not true anymore. People are still screaming that. Um, Whether it's the O-line, and I'm not here to tell you the offensive line on this team is great. They're not. We'll get to Jason Peters later on, because Jason Peters, in many ways, represents everything that's wrong with the Philadelphia Eagles organization right now. Forget the offensive line. Jason Peters represents everything that is wrong with the Philadelphia Eagles organization, the way they conduct business, the way they handle certain players and handle other players completely differently. People can blame the O-line, and as I said, I'm not telling you they're great. They're they're good enough to, to have a quarterback who can make a few plays. They are. You can blame Wentz himself whatever you want to do, whoever you want to blame for Carson Wentz going this far backwards, feel free. I'd honestly like to hear where people place the blame for Carson Wentz regression. But at this point, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how he got this bad. All that matters is that he is this bad. And that is not sustainable. That is not something that is not a player when I watch him week after week do dumb things and honestly I I, I I've been doing this a while so I'm think I'm in good shape but uh, Anthony Foley I, I I am somewhat tempted to curse tonight that's how angry I am 
Uh, I'm not going. Dump buttons ready. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to. Don't worry. Um, but it, it, none of that really matters as far as who's at fault. The thing is, this guy is so bad you cannot put him on the field anymore. You you just can't do it. All that matters is that this offense and this quarterback are awful. They've been awful. They've been awful all year long. And not only is it not getting better, despite what they tell I mean, Carson, back out there again tonight. You know, you got to tip your cap to that defense. They made plays. Those guys are going to make plays. And we're going to go back to the drawing board, and we're going to get it corrected. As he says every single week, and as he has said all year long, not only is it not getting better, it is getting significantly worse week after week after week. This offense, led by this quarterback, are running this team into the ground. And it is finally time to do something about it. It is time for the Eagles as an organization, and we will get to whose decision this ultimately is if you listen to this show regularly. You know, Mike and me and Mike Angelina have been arguing about this. Whether it is Doug Peterson's decision, whether it's the front office's decision. But the bottom line is, no matter who has the final authority, a change must be made. A change must be made immediately. I've hit my breaking point. I, I, I can't take it anymore. I truly cannot take another week of watching Carson Wentz out on the field, do nothing right, be unable to move this offense at all, unable to hit open receivers, unable to see open receivers. When you look at that pick six, we'll get into that play and, and the abomination that that was. The holding the ball too long, all the things that he does wrong. And man, there are a lot of things he does wrong and not a lot that he does right. But it is time to end this and go to Jalen Hurts. You need to. You absolutely need to because this is garbage. This is garbage. What we saw on Sunday, what we saw last week against the Giants from this offense is putrid, it is disgusting, and we should not have to watch it. What do you have to lose? Seriously, how much worse can it get? And I don't know if Jalen Hurts is ready to play. Quite frankly, I don't care if Jalen Hurts is ready to play. All I know is I cannot take watching one more second of Carson Wentz out there on the field. I don't care about the contract. I don't care about his draft status. I don't care about what it could potentially do to his trade value. I don't care about Carson's fragile ego, which this organization goes out of its way time and time again to placate to because they're scared to hurt his feelings because he's so delicate and he's still got his feelings hurt because he didn't win the Super Bowl in 2017. The kid is weak. He's weak mentally. He's a dumb football player. He's a bad football player right now. And for your team, you need to make a change. And if you want to get in, 215-592-9494. Are you ready to make this change and go away from Carson Wentz? I, I didn't. I mean, if you had told me at the beginning of the year, that I would get to this point, I would have said you're crazy. I would have laughed you off the phone. There's no way I believed 
that it would get to this point. And that's why I, I find it funny when people will say, oh, you just hate Carson. You're a Carson here. I was never a Carson Wentz hater. I was a huge defender of his before this year. But I'm not going to lie, and I'm not going to tell you everything is fine when everything is not fine. This team has several issues, but the biggest one is wearing number 11. And it's not even close. It is not even close. Do I think Doug's been great? Do I think the play calling's been great? No. But I'd argue, what can you call? I mean, what at this point can Doug Peterson do? What at this point can Doug Peterson call? When he calls a play that is wide open, and instead of being a massive gain and maybe a touchdown, it's a pick six. Like, how is this something that is is, is sustainable? How is this something that we can continue to rip Doug, Doug Peterson for? And I know there will be people out on Monday morning and, oh, they should have ran the ball. They should have ran the ball. Should they have ran the ball a little more? Maybe. But it's not Doug Peterson's job to babysit and protect his fragile fifth-year quarterback. It's just not. It's not fair to the fans to make us watch it, nor is it fair to the rest of the team to continue to trot Carson Wentz out there, to play stupid, careless football, turning it over, missing receivers, missing reads, holding the ball, none of it's working. His body language is terrible. His leadership skills are terrible. Maybe now, uh, you know, all that other stuff comes up too uh, that, you know, maybe a lot of guys on the team don't like him. I I wouldn't be shocked by that at this point. But um, it's got to end. It's got to end. Because this is a joke. Uh, This is a disgrace. He has been a disgrace this season. And it's time to bench Carson Wentz. And it should have been done at halftime on Sunday. I was really hoping Doug was going to do it. Um, you know, as uh, you know, maybe you would have had to make a call upstairs, which is absurd. Um, but I was hoping he'd do it because you knew. I mean, I knew at halftime that if the Eagles brought Carson Wentz back out for the second half, they had no chance to win that game. And people, oh, you know, so look at the fourth quarter comebacks. Look at the fourth quarter comebacks earlier this year. Okay, he made a couple plays in a couple games that, great. I mean, if you're satisfied with this, uh, I don't know what to tell you. You want to keep lying to yourself. You want to keep uh, defending a guy who just stinks. That's on you. But I can't do it anymore. I can't take it anymore. And, uh, you know, I, I knew when they brought him back out for the second half, they were going to lose that game. And something needs to be done. Jalen Hurts needs to start on Monday night against Seattle. Do I know if it's going to be better? Of course not. But all I know is it cannot be any worse, and I have finally reached my breaking point. I cannot watch Carson Wentz play anymore because he is terrible. He is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. He has been the worst starting quarterback in the NFL this year. He doesn't even understand how badly he's playing. We'll get to the sound from him after the game. But the arrogance, I heard one caller bring it up uh, to Ricky right before I came on. The fact that uh, Carson was, was um, you know, somewhat taken aback by the even the suggestion that he could be benched is, is absurd. But it needs to happen. It can't get any worse. And Carson Wentz is killing this team. 215-592-9494. 215 592 
9494 if you want to get in. Would you bench Carson Wentz? Is it finally time to bench Carson Wentz? I have gotten to my breaking point, and I can't take it anymore. 215-592-9494. Let's get it started with Mark in Delaware. What's up, Mark? Hey, man. Uh, How are you doing today? What's going on, man? Okay. Hey, uh, I'm going to uh, – I'm. it's going to be a weird one because I'm going to 100% agree and also I'm 100% disagree. Uh, first off, let me say I'm a, I'm a huge Carson Wentz fan, but I'm an Eagles fan first. And I am not going to disagree with that he needs to be benched. Uh, I think but that what that doesn't point to necessarily his dysfunction, his dysfunction so far this year, but I think it points to the coaching dysfunction. And I feel like Doug has been getting this pass for the last three years, not just this year. He's been getting this pass. Not one year, um, even in our 27, in our, in our Super Bowl year, did we come out into the season ready to play. It's been a slow start. It's always We've always been like a second-half team, and Doug is not prepared. And I just can't. I can't get on board with, like, the, the, the talent situation. I keep looking at, um, like, we look at City Jones and Nelson Aguilar, what they're doing this year. I mean, they're, like, they're rock stars on their team. And what's going on with the Eagles? I mean, and I'm really actually just asking this as, a, like, your your feedback. Like, I want to understand, like, how how do we get these – how does how we draft these players that do so terribly on the Eagles, but then they leave us and become rock stars? And – I can't help but look at the coaching on that, and I can't help but apply that to Carson. I yeah, mean, as soon as Fright Reich and Filippo left, it went downhill. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm not when his downhill. That's when his downhill started. Yeah, Mark, I'm not going to tell you the coaching is perfect. I'm not going to tell you the coaching's great, and I'm not going to tell you that Doug deserves to be back next year. I think there's a, a very good chance um, that Doug Peterson is coaching his final games uh, with the Eagles, mm-hmm. and I, I think. Um, you raise a point about Howie, too, that Howie uh, could also be on his way out. I wouldn't argue that either. But when I watch the games this year, I mean, uh, it's evident that the quarterback's the biggest problem. Like, like, you know, and I know, you know, the coaching, you can look at, at certain things and who has developed, who hasn't developed. But at what point do we stop making excuses and hold Carson responsible for his own play? Because ultimately, it is him on the field. And it is him who needs to produce. 100%. 100%. And he's, he's the one making those choices when people are open or he's not throwing the ball, he's not protecting the ball. I think those are fundamentals. And, it's, and, the, and the fact to see a, like a professional football player to fall back on the – like not get rid of the ball and you're in a safety situation is, is embarrassing, like to say the least. Um, but also, I like, I, and I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's like a first round thing. Like that's a bit of progression. He isn't, he didn't just jump into that. You know, it's been a slow down, down slide. And I don't think anybody can argue with that. It's been the progressively he's been worsening over the last two years. And all I can say is I, I looked around the league and I'm like, I'm like, where have you ever seen a successful quarterback, like a dynasty level quarterback or a top five quarterback without a top five coach? And I just don't see it. I mean, look at Cam yeah. Newton now. He's up in he's up with the Patriots. I mean, no one would like. I wouldn't give Cam Newton the time of day necessarily. Not not that he wasn't a great quarterback, but like he's not <laughs> with Belichick. He's exceeding his ability. Yeah, and I just don't I, think. I mean, yeah, Mark. I mean, uh, and I appreciate the call. Cam Newton's better than Carson Wentz. I, I don't know. 
I, I, maybe I misunderstood, but we got to stop talking about Carson Wentz in these terms. Like, to even mention top five, top ten quarterback in the same vein as Carson Wentz, uh, is he a starter in the NFL? Like, that, that's, that's a more apt question, and I'd say no. Um, and I'm not telling you the coaching's absolved. Coaching isn't absolved. They certainly bear their responsibility on this, without a doubt. Doug bears responsibility. Everybody on that offensive staff bears a responsibility. But ultimately, Carson Wentz is the one on the field. And Carson, the we- Carson Wentz is the one making stupid mistakes. And that's what, you know, it's, it's, it's stupid football. It's stupid football. When you know, okay, I, we all know the offensive line's not great, okay? We understand that. At what point does Carson take it upon himself to make an adjustment? We have a bad offensive line. I need to get the ball out quickly, or I am going to get sacked. There's no adjustment. There's no internal clock. There is no self-awareness. There is nothing to me that indicates that this guy is any sort of a quarterback that you can build around in this league. And the Eagles need to make a change, and they need to make a change immediately. Because it's not fair to the fans, it's not fair to anybody to watch this crap every week that isn't getting any better. This quarterback that is turning the ball over at a rate that, that is just absurd. I can't take it anymore. And it's time for Jalen Hurts to get an opportunity. I want your takes on it. 215-592-9494. Uh, see all you guys on hold. We will run through the phones when we get back. Taking your calls all night. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, Specifically on Carson Wentz. If you want to get to any other aspects of the game, you're welcome to. But it's the story. And, you know, the Eagles have a quarterback right now that is hurting the team. And he's hurting the team every week. It's time to take him off the field. 215-592-9494. If you want to get in, I'm Tom Kelly. In for Big Daddy Graham. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Wentz in the gun, he fakes, he steps up, he is floating it, and it is intercepted by the Browns to, for all practical purposes, end the game. It was intended, it was picked off, Ward picked it off. off. And it's intended for Alshon Jeffrey, but he just runs a sloppy route. Sports Radio 94 WIP, I'm Tom Kelly, in for Big Daddy Graham. And that was Carson Wentz's... um, Second interception of the day. Uh, it could have been much worse than that. It, just a terrible play um, where Alshon Jeffrey made a poor effort for the ball. That's another story. I don't know why Alshon Jeffrey's on the field. I, I thought maybe he could give you something when he came back. That's not going to happen. He's done. There's no reason to play him. Uh, but still, uh, just a, a terrible throw. Like, a, a terrible, terrible throw. Um, terrible decision. Um, and... Yeah, it was Carson Wentz's second pick of the day. It could have been his fifth, really. And, you know, you look at the, the turnovers, and it is it is just incredible. Um, we're two more picks in this game. He's got 18 for the year. Coming into this game, uh, I saw a stat where he had he led the league not just in turnovers, but in uh, turnover-worthy plays. He had 23 turnover-worthy plays. 
coming into this game. So he'd actually been relatively lucky in terms of the amount of turnovers he actually committed. And, you know, he he could have had six interceptions in this game. Um, he's throwing into situations that he shouldn't be thrown into, that any quarterback, any young quarterback, any quarterback of any experience level should know not to throw into. He's throwing behind receivers. He's missing guys. And your offense can't, can't overcome it. Your offense cannot overcome this kind of quarterback play. And are, are there other issues? Sure. And people can go ahead and excuse it if they want. I'm sure plenty will uh, because that's what people do with Carson Wentz. Nobody wants to hold him accountable. Uh, but he is the biggest problem with this team. It's the worst I've ever seen an Eagles quarterback play, and it is time to make a change. Jalen Hurts needs to start next Monday night against Seattle. It doesn't matter, you know, whether you win the game, because who honestly cares about this division anymore? I, I could care less. Um, it probably is better off the Eagles don't win it, uh, because it, it, it just doesn't matter. Whoever gets in is just going to get whooped in the first round anyway. Um, and uh, it, it's... It's a disservice to everybody, your fans and the rest of the team, to continue to throw Carson Wentz out there. He needs to be benched. He needs to be benched immediately. It should have happened at halftime on Sunday. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Mikey and Cinnamonson. What's up, Mikey? Hey, man. Uh, what's up, Tom? Can you hear me? Yeah, got you, man. What's going on? All right, sweet. So, I want to talk about Carson Wentz and Carson Wentz. I don't want to have any other excuses, nothing about the rest of the team, okay? Okay. And I had to head into work today at 4 p.m., and it was before the end of the Eagles game. And I was watching, and I happened to mention the people I was watching the game with that he needs to have a bad enough game that he's benched before it's over. And Jalen Hurts gets his shot. Delete. Like that last little fire underneath him. Yeah, so he's had, the, he's had the most disappointing season that he's had thus far. So when I called in, I want I heard your like your reaction right now. I understand the aggravation because I feel the same way. Uh-huh. But you are very very into like he's done with. I think Carson Wentz is having the worst season of his career right now. Yeah, he so, has, so with so, contract implications, he has time to write the shit. So what, Mikey? We're just supposed to leave him out there and let him to continue to play this poorly and sabotage his team? You 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 really want to see this another week? Seriously? No, I, no, I don't want to see it. It's just stupid that the fact that they're still leading the division, they can somehow make the playoffs this year, even if Jalen Hurts takes the reins to finish the season off. I don't think Carson's done, especially as the Eagles quarterback. Um, it's frustrating definitely to watch, but this guy, you know, he's been he's been up there before. I'm not going to say an elite or top ten at all, but he hit, he's proven what he can do, and he's playing the worst he's ever done in the NFL. Yeah, no, I got you, Mikey. I appreciate the call. We, we got to stop with this. Well, we, we, we just we, – we, we need to stop with this. He's proven it. He's proven what he can be. Uh, get out of here with that. That was three years ago. That was ancient history. What has he been since 2017? He has been a below-average quarterback, and this year he's been the worst quarterback in the NFL. Isn't uh, NFL a, a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league? Yeah, I mean— the, the ex- I, don't wanna, I don't care what you did three years ago. The excuses are just 
maddening. Like, and and these people, and I like Mikey, n- nice nice guy. Uh, I appreciate the call, but this kind of mindset is insane to me. Like, it it's like people. I feel like I'm not watching the same game that other people are. Well, yeah, he hasn't been bad. He's having a rough year, but he's still proven. He's still, you know, Carson proved back in 2017 what he can be. That guy is gone. He's gone, and he's never coming back, ever. Certainly not with this coaching staff. If you, at the end of the season, you decide you are going to move forward with Carson Wentz, whether you still think he can be good or whether – you just kind of need to because the contract and you want to give him a shot with another coach, fine. But we have seen enough to know that Carson Wentz with this coaching staff is not going to work. It's not going to work. He's not going to get back to that point. I put it more on Carson. And If you have any hope for this season, any hope to at least give somebody a kick in the ass, I'm not even talking about making the playoffs. I'm talking about winning a damn game and playing with a little bit of pride, and playing like you care about winning. The best thing for your team is to go with a different quarterback. And I don't care what it does to Carson's ego. I don't care what it does to Carson's attitude. I don't care if he's upset because he's the he's he's such a, a, a coddled child. It's time for the Eagles to show some tough love and show him that this is not acceptable. And when Carson Wentz says after the game, I'm not going to change. I'm going to keep doing the same things. That tells me that the Eagles aren't telling him that what he's doing is not acceptable. Put his ass on the bench. Maybe then he'll change his approach. Maybe then he'll stop playing stupid and turning the ball over. we got to stop making these excuses. Uh, Let's go to Terry and Overbrook. What's up, Terry? Hey, my friend. How are you? What's going on, man? Uh, Everything that you said is what I saw today. I watched it. I watched a decent drive go down the field first quarter, and you had a chance to go in. Why would you run the ball after you ran it like five or six times? Can I get a play action, or can I get a, a soft pass? I mean, they you, fumbled. They you, fumbled the ball. Yeah, Terry, you might have taken the one play from this game that I'm not going to blame Carson Wentz for. I mean, I don't no, know no, my, no. You shouldn't yeah. have ran it. You shouldn't have ran it. I mean, I, 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 I mean, you just ran the ball down the field. I didn't right. have a problem running the ball there. But you know, the law of averages were there to fumble. You keep going back to the well. Now, for Carson Wentz, you are very correct. First of all, all your plays are always come from behind. Behind, I'm tired of seeing that. I am, and like you said, it's time for Jalen Hurts. I feel the same that you felt. I thought I was going to see him this afternoon. Yeah, I, I I didn't think I was Terry, but I was hopeful because I knew I, was, I, I was knew it, if Wentz came out for the second half, I knew they had no chance. Right, and then I'm looking at this um the the, the wide receiver Fogman. Fogum. He he came out nice a few weeks ago. He had a he was. Banging him. He was good. Peters, you got to go. You're old. You can't hold up the line. Lane Johnson, you got to go. It's time to to clean house. Forget all the sentimental stuff. No, it, I'm, no, I'm tired of it. I'm with I'm you. Getting, I'm with you, Terry. You know, and, and, and lastly, before I go, Nick Foles took us to the promised land. And you come back and give this guy a pass. And you kick him out of town. Nick Foles is holding this, at least holding his okay. own in Chi-Town. No, he's really not, Terry. I appreciate the call. Stop with the Nick Foles. Stuff. I mean, 
we got to stop with the Carson Wentz stuff. We got to stop with the Nick Foles stuff. Nick Foles isn't coming back. I don't care about that anymore. I, I just can we just move past 2017, please? Like, does anybody want to win another Super Bowl? Like, I, I, I honestly could care less anymore. Yeah, I'm glad the Eagles won. I, I don't care about that right now. I care about getting this team back on track. And the answer is not bring Nick Foles back, okay? Because Nick Foles stinks too. As ironically as everything is, Carson Wentz and Nick Foles probably been the two worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL this year. And it makes 2017 even more of a fluky improbability. The fact that that team was a fluke and those two quarterbacks who the bulk of their career have been below average to bad players had great years. Uh, it's just insane um, that that actually happened. But, uh, yeah, we, we got to stop looking at that season as a measuring stick for Carson Wentz because he's, he's not that player anymore, and I don't think he ever will be again. Let's go to Ralph in Delaware. What's up, Ralph? Hey, what's up? Hey, it's so much to say, but let me just get, say a few things. Uh, that previous caller, Mike, is really it's totally it's so ridiculous how people are apologizing. This guy is so bad that when he throws a ten yard out pattern, me and my roommate actually say the words, "Oh, nice pass," and we say it in unison. And about two seconds later, we say, "Can you believe that we're celebrating when this guy who's supposed to throw out patterns makes a regular play?" Ralph. This guy is so bad. Like I'm laughing listening to you rant because of this. I was where you are currently about three weeks ago. Let me just tell you when I gave up on Wentz and I'm going to hang up. Well, r- well real quick, Cowboys. no, real quick, Ralph, I'll let you finish. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I just wanted to comment on what you said before because you're totally right. Like, it's amazing. Like, you're, you're like, shocked when he completes a pass. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. You're shocked when he makes a throw that is actually on target. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, that's all I want to say. I'm going to tell you exactly when I gave up. Three weeks ago, we're playing the Cowboys. Four down and three. You know the play. Van Esch, I think the linebacker for the Cowboys is Van something. Van Der Esch, yeah. Van Der Esch. Listen, man, they did a free frame, and they showed two receivers wide open. I was already mad at Wentz the whole year. I was done with him. I was done with him. I was done. But that was the moment I started ranting, just like you ranted about 30 minutes ago. So, uh, like you said, I don't know what this Hurts guy can do, but it's time to put him in. So, yeah. thanks, for, thanks for taking my call. Uh, appreciate it, Ralph. Yeah, and that that's where I am. And, you know, it's just crazy. And I'll touch on this more when we get back um, in social media, Greg. But I got Joe uh, tweets at me. I guess if we know what Wentz was three years ago, Horford should have stayed. Arietta should get re-signed. Jason Peters should get another extension. I actually don't know if that's defending Wentz or, or what. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, but um, – it'll be part of my social media gripe next. I'll get to my social media gripe uh, because it does have to do with the Eagles and Carson Wentz um, because people are delusional. There are a law. There is a large segment of Eagles fans that are insanely delusional right now when it comes to this quarterback. Um, And, you know, it's time we view him objectively and hold him to a higher standard because he's terrible. And putting him on the field and continuing to throw him out there is a massive disservice to this team. It can't happen. He needs to get benched. He needs to get benched immediately. 215-592-9494. Glenn, Phil, Kent, Mike, get all you guys. Uh, when we get back, I'm Tom Kelly in for Big Sports Radio 94 WIP. I'm Tom Kelly in for Big Daddy Graham. If you want to get in, 215-592-9494 is how you join the show. Um, and... You know, talk about the Eagles and Carson Wentz, and I, it kind of 
leads into my social media gripe today, where I don't have a unique one today. Just to piggyback off the Eagles and the conversation that we've been having is, like, it, it is crazy. During the course of an Eagles game, when Carson isn't playing well, clearly, the amount of people who just rush to his defense um, when his play's really indefensible. Like, every time I, I, I tweet something about, you know, Carson Wentz making a mistake, like the pick six or the safety, whatever uh, you want to choose, I'll just get a flood of responses blaming, oh, you know, that was on the O-line, it's the receivers, it's Doug, it's this, it's that. It's like, no. What What is with this need that people have? It's like a, a cult. It's like a Carson cult. Is th- this desire of so many fans to excuse the play of this quarterback I, I I truly don't understand it. it. It's it's weird to be honest. It, it it's odd that people I guess feel so badly for him. I, I don't. Uh, we don't feel bad for other athletes. I mean, I, I make the comparison all the time. Um, ben Simmons gets ripped mercilessly in this town, mercilessly. And Ben Simmons is so much better at what he does than what Carson Wentz does at what he does. Yet, yet people are are always in such a hurry to defend poor Carson, poor fragile Carson. Um, I don't understand it, and it's part of a culture in this city amongst the fan base that needs to stop because this guy's terrible. And the quicker we all realize that and admit that, uh, the easier it'll be you know, to move on and actually address the situation. It's something the Eagles need to reckon with within their organization as well. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Um, 215-592-9494. Let's check in with Phil in Virginia. What's up, Phil? Hey, man. How you doing tonight? What's going on? (sighs) All right. So I'm to the point where this team is completely unwatchable, man. Um I feel like every Sunday or game day is, is Groundhog Day for me with Bill Murray. And, and Carson Wentz is playing the Bill Murray role, and he's never learning his damn lesson on how to play football. And we have to keep over and over reliving the same old thing where he, he doesn't take care of the ball. He well, has no respect for this fan base. The team doesn't seem to have – the offense especially doesn't seem to have any respect for this fan base either it be a play call or execution. And I'm getting sick and tired of it. You drafted Jalen Hurt for what? Right. For what? Well, you said you wanted to make a quarterback factory. Make it. Well, don't worry you about know, it, Phil. We, don't worry about it, Phil, because Carson said, you know, he's not going to change anything. Anything. So don't worry about I know. that. Yeah. It, and it, that's the arrogance of it. And I agree with you. You know, and I, I'm just – I'm at a loss, man, because I, I tried not to – I was – against drafting Jalen Hurts. I was for getting Carson more help after last year. I wanted him. I was just like you on that same page. But now I can't defend him. You can't defend what you see every week, week in and week out, and saying you can't say all these teams that have great defense. Come on, man. No, you, you can't. You, me? you can't, Phil. And, and it gets worse. Like, it's not even that he's bad and it's not getting better, but it's kind of like a stable level of play. Every week is worse than the week before. 
And, and I, I don't understand how, as a coach and as an organization, you can just continue throwing him out there. I just don't it's, get it. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Did you see what happened in Miami? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you it, see what happened in Miami? It's a great so point. Don't tell me you, you're afraid to bench this guy because you're afraid it's, uh, uh, it's going to make the team go in a different direction. Miami's in, in a playoff race, too. Yeah. So I, I don't see why Brian Flores finds it okay to, you know, put Tua on the bench. He only been in there less than a whole year and subbing for Ryan Fitzpatrick, but you still playing Carson Wentz. Come on, man. It's a great Come point, on. Phil. A great point, and I appreciate the call. And, and if you don't know what Phil's referring to, Miami Dolphins are in Denver uh, on Sunday. Tua is not playing well. Brian Flores benches him, took him out of the game, put him Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's not worried about his rookie quarterback's fragile uh, personality. He did what was best for the football team. And you know what Flores said after the game? Yeah, I'm going back to Tua next week. Why couldn't the Eagles have done that on Sunday? Like, why couldn't Doug have gone to Jalen Hurts? As your offense in the first half was as anemic as I've ever seen after that first drive. Carson Wentz couldn't do a damn thing. Even that first drive, all he did was run the ball down the field. You couldn't complete a pass uh, for the life of you. But Doug wouldn't go to Jalen Hurts at halftime. You know why? And they can say whatever they want as far as we believe in Carson, he's our guy, all that crap. The truth is they're scared to hurt Carson's feelings because they're always scared to hurt Carson's feelings because you got to tread very lightly with him. I don't know why they feel this way. I don't know why they treat him this way. But a change needs to be made. At what point do you prioritize the betterment of your football team over the betterment of one player? Football's a sport where it's supposed to be all about the team. It's supposed to be guys sacrificing for the team, guys doing what's best for the team. Okay, well, let's put it to the test, Carson, because what's best for the football team is his ass being put on the bench. And you know what, Carson Wentz, how he should handle it? He's got to take it like a man, not whine, not cry, not bristle at the suggestion of his benching, which we'll get to later on. I, I was honestly, as a fan, offended by that, that Carson Wentz would take such offense at even a reporter suggesting he could be benched. It's like he never even thought about that possibility. But the Eagles cannot continue like this. Uh, they just can't. Let's go to Kent in West Philly. What's up, Kent? Hey, what's up, man? I feel like y'all put the perfect segue into what, I wanted to, into what I wanted to talk about because there's no accountability on this team, from the coach to the GM to anybody. As you said, like, everybody, they're, 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 they're walking around so scared of hurting Carson's feelings that they're really hurting the team. Like, any other team, any other time, if you play this badly, you get benched. Or we do something like, why did we spend a whole second-round draft pick on a quarterback if we're not going to ever test it out and see what he can do? Like, instead, we're just going to keep trotting out Carson Wentz, and y'all going to keep telling us that we'll figure it out when he's not figuring anything out. It's the same result every week, and they're basing it off of this claim, supposing that he proved that he was his top-five quarterback in 2017. That was years ago. Yeah. This is fifth year. When we look at each year, his rookie year, he was average. His third year, he was average. His fourth year, he was average. And this year, he's below average. So we're going to toss out the other four years because he had one good year in 2017. Ken, it's, it's a great point. And, you know, three years is a long time in general. But in football, t- football time, three years is an eternity. 
and he has not proven anything over the last two over the last three seasons that he's even an average quarterback let alone an elite quarterback to to be treated uh with these kind of kid gloves it's crazy exactly i i just don't understand the the fascination with like the whole fan base like this is philly we talk about we're supposed to be the craziest most passionate and most intelligent football fans and we continue to just make excuses for somebody out here playing worse than blake bortles it, it it's true. I mean, this is far worse than Blake Bortles played even even after that 2017 season uh, when he had a good year. And um, I don't get it, Ken. It, it's honestly odd to me. I've never seen an athlete treated like this in this city, especially a quarterback. Never. Especially a quarterback. So I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the call. And it, it's it's true. I mean, quarterbacks, especially in this city, do not get the benefit of the doubt. When did Donovan McNabb ever get the benefit of the doubt? Ever. Anthony, what would happen if Donovan played like this? I mean, I just remember even when McNabb gave criticism of Wentz, how everybody went crazy on him. Right, right. So, And now look back on it. I mean, he was right. Right, but whether it's, you know, whether how we treated Donovan, how we treated Mike Vick after 2010. Mike Vick wasn't great in 2011. He wasn't anywhere close to this bad. Um, You know, and, and I... If you have listened to me for a long time, you know how much this pains me deeply to say this. This is way worse watching Carson Wentz this year than it was watching Sam Bradford in 2015. And, I mean, kind of how I got my start on the air here was going on with Glenn and Ray when I was producing their show at Delaware Park and ranting about how much I couldn't stand Chip Kelly and Sam Bradford. I think Sam Bradford is terrible. Is a terrible quarterback. I think he is one of the worst decisions in Eagles history. I would take Sam Bradford from the 2015 year over Carson Wentz, and it's not even close. He's that bad. He's worse than Bradford was in 15. He's worse than Sanchez was in 14. It's the worst I have ever seen an Eagles quarterback play. Yet some people refuse to admit it. Some people are are just hell-bent on defending it. And I just can't understand it. I can't understand it for the life of me. 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. That is how you get in. Uh, Mike in South Philly, see there. M- Michael, Tom, all you guys on hold. Hang on. Uh, we'll try to get through all the calls as quickly as possible as we continue um, discussing this Carson Wentz situation and where you're at with it. I've gotten to the point you need to ban him. You just need to. And I I didn't think it would happen this year. I still don't know if it will. It absolutely should. But something must be done because you're hurting the team. And it's not fair to anybody else on the roster. And it's not fair to the fans. It's not fair to anybody for this to continue. Um, so, uh, a move needs to be made. And, uh, when we get back as well, I do want to let you hear a little bit on, uh, from Doug Peterson discussing that possibility of benching Carson Wentz because he was asked about it in his post-game press conference. 215-592-9494. I'm Tom Kelly, Sports Radio 94 WIP. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 